Okay, Photo Walk Indianapolis with Scott Crone, who is an Indianapolis photographer, and he works mm-hmm. at one of the great camera stores, Robert's Camera Store, right mm-hmm. there in Indianapolis. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Good, doing good, Jeff. Tell everybody about mm-hmm. uh, the joy of photographing Indianapolis, why they might want to go to a photo walk in Indianapolis. So Indianapolis is one of those cities that I think it's really walkable. Um, That's one of the things, uh, many things it has going for it. But what's nice about photographing Indy is that everything is really accessible, especially downtown. Um, There's a variety of different transportation methods. If you're not a walker, like they have the bike share program. Now you have the the scooters that seem to be everywhere. Um, But the, the heart of downtown Indianapolis is all within, you know, a mile or so so you can really honestly walk from one side of downtown to the other in probably 15 or 20 minutes and all the top photo spots and attractions are most of them are downtown it's very easy well lit convenient um we've got the cultural trail which kind of connects everything now and i don't know if you've heard of that but uh it's just really easy to get to everybody's friendly kind of everybody's heard of like hoosier hospitality uh and uh um, that's kind of what Indiana, Indiana and Indianapolis is known for. So you, if you get lost for some reason, um, you ask somebody where to go or ask for directions, uh, you'll probably get more than uh, enough people willing to help you out. So, Well, just looking at the map, I figure you start at the Circle and the Monuments, and you've got the State House and the Canal, mm-hmm. the Canal Walk. Uh, you got a lot of stuff right down there. You've got great you shots do. on Instagram of the skyline. Let's start there because mm-hmm. that's the, one of the always the definitive shot of a city is getting it a is. skyline shot. So where do you like to go for that? My favorite, I got a couple of different locations for skyline shots. And you mentioned it. The circle is kind of the unofficial city of the uh, center of the city. That's iconic. The Soldiers and Sailors Monument is always kind of that, that photo that's synonymous with Indianapolis. Um but my favorite spot to go to, I've, I've got two of them. It's probably a tie. One of them is a park called it's Highland Park, H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D Park, which is a small, um, you know, one or two acre park just east of the city. But it's on a hill that looks facing west. So it's got a great view of the skyline, un, uh, uh, unobstructed view of the skyline. And it's a great spot to go watch the sunset, photograph, you know, those iconic Midwest sunsets. Probably one of the best sunset spots where you can capture the uh, the Indianapolis skyline at, at sunset and get that uh, golden hour color um, that so many people look after. And then my other favorite one, Jeff, is probably going to be White River State Park, which is actually on the east side of down, or actually on the west side of downtown, facing east. Um, from that spot, you're across the river, looking at the looking at the city, and you've got the White River there, so you get some really cool reflection shots. Uh, and that's also a good place to go for sunrise if you're an early riser and you can kind of get the same thing, but a different vantage point. But with that location, since you're on the water, you can get some really cool shots with uh, the city, you know, reflecting in the water if you're if you're creative. So, tell everybody about the uh, the monuments in in the circle. Is it one big so, monument or are there several? There are several. Indianapolis, and I don't know the exact number, but uh, Indianapolis, not many people know about this. Outside of Washington, D.C., it actually has the most monuments in one city, I think, of of most other. You'll have to fact check me on that. But if it's not the number one outside of, you know, Washington, um, it's, it's really high up there on that list. But I believe somebody told me that it has the most monuments. 
Um, one of my favorites, other than the Soldier and Sailor Soldiers and Sailors Monument on the Circle, is the Indiana War Memorial. Um, that's kind of that kind of iconic um, pointed, a square-shaped structure that's on the uh, American Legion Mall um, north of the Circle. Um, that's a cool building, both inside and outside of it. And not many people know you can actually go inside of that um, and, and take a tour of that museum and get some really cool shots of the inside of the War Memorial. I would highly suggest people do that. Um, I think the admission is free during the day. Just double check the hours. But that's a great memorial to photograph inside and outside of the city, uh, outside right. during the day. I understand the Children's Museum is one of the top uh, museums as well. Is that a good photo spot? It is. They have the, the Children's Museum is unique because they have a lot of cool stuff, not only on the inside of the building, but on the outside, too. So you have like dinosaurs. Um, and I, I think at certain times of year they have, you know, festive decorations. But you have these giant, you know, 15, 20, 30 feet high di dinosaurs on the outside of it. And, you know, um, you can get some really cool shots of the of the building. Um, it's unique there. So the Children's Museum is about five, ten minutes north of downtown Indy. So maybe a bike or hopping on a bus or an Uber or a Lyft or something. But you can get some cool shots of the Children's Museum and the, and the decorations on the outside of it as well. How about the State House for the definitive shot of the State House? It's big, so you, everybody can get a good shot, but not everybody can get a great shot. So where do you want to stand to go get that? I shot? like, so there is a great view of the State House if you're actually on the circle of the Soldier and Sailors Monument, Soldiers and Sailors Monument on the circle looking west. Um, you can get a great view of the State House looking down Market Street which is a, a, a brick line street. Um, you can get a really cool shot between the buildings. Um, so it's a very naturally nicely framed of that one. Um, another good vantage point of the state house is gonna be from the canal. Um, you can see it from the canal at a couple times right above Ohio Street. Um, and if you haven't been to Indianapolis, the, the canal walk is one of the, the coolest spots of the city, not just because of all the stuff there is to do on it, but also the, uh, the, the really cool iconic views of the skyline that you get. The, the canal is certainly one of those synonymous shots of uh, Indianapolis that people have probably seen, but just don't know that they've seen. So when they go there to take pictures, they look, oh, this looks familiar. So, Well, tell, tell people about the canal walk. What is, what's it all about? So it's about a it's about a um, one and a half mile, give or take, uh, total walk uh, may, uh, from front to end. It's a it's a uh, the, the canal actually is I believe it's part of the cooling system of a nearby building. But what the canal walk is cool for is because it's great uh, for people to go take a stroll down. There's lots of, you know, little shops and cafes along it. There are a couple of museums like the Indiana uh, State Museum, the Idle Jordan Museum for uh, Native American history is, is located there. But it's a great way to kind of stretch your legs and um, walk around the city uh, without, you know, having to deal with traffic. Um, but it offers a lot of unique photo spots. But also the canal is very festive because at certain times of year, they'll dye the water in the canal. Um, um, certain colors like green, for example, for St. Patrick's Day. Um, they've dyed it, you know, pink before for breast cancer awareness month. Um, they've dyed it blue for, uh, for, 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 for other events for like Colts games, things like that. So they kind of, uh, when, when there's something big going on or there's something, you know, some significant event, they'll, uh, they'll usually, you know, dye, dye the water of the canal, um, different colors. And that kind of creates a unique 
photo opportunity because they're only at certain select times of year where you're going to get that 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 color in there. And I'm guessing summertime is when they do more of that. They do more of that, yeah. The, so the canal is going to be, it's full of water year-round, but obviously in the winter, um, it freezes over most of the time. Um, actually, uh, four or five years ago, we got a really big snowstorm, um, and it got uh, it, it got really cold right before we got a big snowstorm, and the canal froze over. Um, and you had, I, I don't know, you know, the rules around this, but uh, you had a lot of people going out onto the canal, like building snowman, things like that. And I was actually there to document that that day. I did not risk going out on the water because I did not want to fall through the ice. It's only like three or four feet deep. Um, so you're not going to uh, fall very far, but I did not want to risk it. Uh, but uh, yeah, they do most of those events in the, in the in the warmer months of the year. One more tip that I want to give people too, and it's a little known tip that uh, not even Indianapolis residents know. There is an observatory at the top of our city county building, which is one of the three or four tallest buildings in the city um that's actually free to go up to during the day now get yeah, double check the hours before you do that but i think they're open until about four or five o'clock p.m but you can take an elevator to go through you have to go through security because it's a it's a government building but there's an observatory at the top of the building you can get some really cool iconic shots of the city from the observatory all right now indianapolis and sports are synonymous and there's one sport more synonymous with indianapolis than any other which of course is race cars driving that is not part of your downtown uh, photo walk but you can jump in the car and drive to the racetrack i assume oh yeah oh yeah yeah what do you do for your uh your iconic uh, racetrack shots so they offer tours of the uh, of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, I think, year-round. Um, and a part of that tour that you can actually sign up for is you can get on a little shuttle bus. And it's small, probably groups of maybe 10, 12, 14 people, um, maybe less than that now. But you can actually, they'll take you on a lap around the track as part of that tour. And you can get out and pose for pictures at the Yard of Bricks in front of the Pagoda, um, those iconic symbols of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's only about a 10, 12 minute drive from downtown. So it's not very far at all. Um, but you can actually, if you're in the right place up in the stands, you can get some pretty cool shots of the Indianapolis skyline, mm-hmm. especially if you're lucky enough to attend an Indy 500 or a Brickyard or any of the other events that they have there year round. Bring your camera definitely not only to capture the action, but you can get some pretty cool shots of the uh, of the skyline as well. And then once there is a race, um, uh, what are your tips for getting a great race shot? Uh, So bring a long lens. You're going to definitely want your telephoto lens and ideally a camera. You know, you're going to want to go into continuous uh, shooting mode. Um, You're going to want to obviously turn on um, fast tracking on your autofocus. So servo or continuous autofocus depending on your camera brand but you're definitely going to want more most importantly a lens that has some some reach to it a telephoto ideally something that gets, that's going to get out to 300 millimeters or longer um the trade-off of that is you know you'll see these professional race photographers and we have a couple of them that work here in store um but uh, we have a couple of race photographers that work here in store and they're carrying around giant you know four or five six hundred millimeter lenses and some fans actually some dedicated fans will do the same as well but uh, get a spot that's high up in the grandstands that you can see the whole action um, and, and just bring a long lens and be prepared to do a, a, a lot of this you're you're going to exercise your torso from uh, from uh, walking back and forth uh, that day but uh, in a high shutter speed 
right? And a high shutter speed, a high shutter speed. Yeah, they're going to those Indy cars are going at about 200, 225 miles an hour. So it's uh, it's pretty difficult. But uh, if you don't want to go on actual race day, the good news is the month throughout the month of May, they have practices, which many of which are open to the public. Um, So you have an opportunity to kind of, you know, try out or, or practice your 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 skills so to speak um on uh, leading up to race day so you can kind of fine-tune your uh, your action photography skills before the big event and is a thousandth of a second enough to stop to stop the action depending on the light if it's uh if it's a sunny day or if it's a bright day uh, you're gonna usually want to end up at a minimum of a thousandth of a second i know before i've shot as many of one uh, 2,500th of a second, um, before, but you're going to be in that ballpark depending on cloud coverage, things like that. So my advice to people is just kind of do trial and error, um, practice on cars moving by. So, you know, at the start of the race or the finish of the race, you can get a good feel for what your shutter speed needs to be. But yeah, ideally, you know, one, 1,000th of a second at a minimum, if not, uh, faster than that, um, keep your ISO low, um, aperture or shut close down your aperture to maybe 5.6 6.3 to reach that kind of maximum sharpness of your lens if you if your if your lens allows for that but uh, it's definitely some trial and error and i even myself uh, am not uh, not all that great at it yet but i've gotten a couple of good shots of the of the speedway that that memorial or that iconic shot is looking down the front stretch with the green flag and you've got all 30 cars out on the, out on the field. Our uh, education director, Walt Kuhn, actually is one of the main photographers for the Indianapolis Speedway. So he's available to give advice here too. And we typically refer people to him, uh, although he's not here at the store much during the month of May because he's out uh, taking race car photos, but uh, he offers some good advice as well. Tell everybody about your Instagram. Uh, you're at Prone, right? J.S. Crone, yeah. Right. So I don't have any good, you know, background stories for my name that actually when I uh, when I first got into photography, that used to be my college email address. And I then I need to change it. Um, and I've been meaning to. But right now it's just J is my my my, my first name. My, my legal name is John, but my middle name is Scott. So that's kind of where that came from. But yeah, um, I'm just, you know, an Indianapolis-based photographer. I do a lot of commercial um, and event photography around the city here. Um, and it all started as kind of, uh, I used to live downtown, and it all really started off with me walking around taking pictures with my iPhone. I don't, you know, have a lifelong background in photography, um, but uh, I just kind of started strolling around taking walks during at various times of the day with my iPhone, um, I thought, you know, I could find some cool vantage points and, you know, start uh, experimenting with editing photos. And that, you know, has kind of evolved into, you know, digital photography. And then I bought my first camera from here from Roberts and they helped me pick out a good one that matched what I need. Um, And then, you know, fast forward four or five years and not only, you know, do I only have my own photography business, but now I'm an employee at Roberts camera as well. So uh, my uh, my photo story, you know, is uh, is is unique in that I haven't uh, I don't have the most you know creative artistic background, um, but uh, my family even kind of teases me because I was the guy who who didn't get very good grades in art um, in art class growing up in school. Um, everything else is fine, but I w- I never really kind of had a creative outlet, and then I kind of picked up a camera, and that was oh, I I really like this. So uh, um, 
working at Roberts has been great, uh, not only for my personal uh, career, but professional as well. You just meet so many interesting people of varying skill levels from beginners to professionals who have advice, who, 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 who have unique needs or situations that you get to hear about. And I'm telling people, you know, I'm learning something new every single day here, whether it's, you know, from new gear that I have not tried before or from a customer who comes in with a unique situation that we kind of have to problem solve. So it's really been a great opportunity here at Roberts, both from, you know, my Instagram um, um, to kind of, you know, starting and, and, and cultivating my photography business as well. What are some of the images that we would see on your Instagram? You're going to find various photos of uh, different vantage points uh, of downtown Indianapolis and the surrounding area. And I, I will warn people, too. And I, I, I anytime, you know, people want to know where uh, photos, I try to add it to my caption or, or add it to the geotag um, wherever my photos are, are, are taken from. But if people ever have uh, want to know, you know, where where did you get this photo or how did you take it or what settings you use, I'm always happy to lend that information. And I encourage people to ask. But you'll find various photos of the city. I like capturing the city and different seasons. So right time this time of year, I'm really on the lookout for a good snowfall um, because you can photograph. I think you can photograph the same spot a hundred times but when it's covered with a fresh blanket of snow it suddenly looks uh, completely different brand new there's just something about a fresh uh, powder of a uh, coating of, of, of beautiful white snow that makes a, a familiar scene uh, seem new again but uh, you're going to find a lot of drone photography too so i'm a uh, i'm a certified drone pilot as well so um, there are some photos I, I'll usually tell whether it's a drone photo or whether it's an indie photo. Um, but that's also been a big advantage of, you know, um, getting unique vantage points as well. Though still you're, you're able to get much better results with a camera on the ground usually than with a drone, but uh, you're going to see different skyline shots. You're going to see different events from around the city. Like, uh, we've got the final four coming up this year. So I'll probably be involved with that. Um, different events from Pacers and Colts games, um, landscape type, of uh, uh, landscape architecture, photography, and just any kind of thing where I can put Indianapolis or capture Indianapolis in the best way that I can and really kind of promote the city um, that I've uh, that I was born and raised in so all kinds of stuff and besides Indianapolis being very walkable what is it about mm -hmm. what what's there that makes you want to photograph Indianapolis what 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 makes it stand out do you think it's just I think uh, I, I, I don't know I just have a really unique love for this city it's just I don't know the people are so friendly um, the skyline, you know, while it's not, you know, one of the biggest skylines in the world, it's certainly not small too. Everything is very symmetrical. Um, you, we talked about all the monuments that it has, um, the different ways to capture that skyline, but the city in general is very accessible. So if you want, or if there's a kind of, there's a way that there, or there's a, a perspective that you have in your head um, you can usually find a way to capture it and, and actually i've done this before um, if there's a building that you need to get into or a uh, or a deck or something i've you know sought people out and i put my business card in people's mailboxes and i've contacted property managers to kind of 
work with them on getting access to a location if it's not something that I can, you know, get to myself from the ground. And that's worked out a number of times. I tell people all the time, you know, if there's a shot that you have planned, um, definitely, you know, map it out in your head. And if you need to get access to a certain location, you know, work with people. And more often than not, you're going to find people that are willing to help. So yeah, um, just, but yeah, worst, Indianapolis thing, is great. The worst thing that could happen is they would say no. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't, you, you have nothing to lose. And I find too, um, I kind of, if you have something to trade, like, Hey, like, can I, can I borrow your, uh, your patio or something for five or 10 minutes? And, um, in exchange, you know, I'll give you a print of my image or, or something like that. So people, and I've done that before. There was a condo building on the Southeast side of downtown looking toward the city that I've always wanted to get access to. Um, and I, uh, I put my business card, um, and a couple people. And I also put a couple of most uh, messages out on my Instagram page say, Hey, does anybody know anybody that lives in this building? I'm looking to um, get some photos. And, uh, somebody actually saw it and referred me to a friend that lived in that building. And they let me up there. Um, I took a couple of pictures, got the shot that I wanted and I sent them a digital print. And now I believe it's hanging in their living room. So you just kind of get, get creative about uh, um, how you can go about getting different shots in certain situations. It hasn't always worked out and I've been turned down before, but like you said, the worst thing they can say is no. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I usually offer free headshots because it, yeah. it doesn't cost anything, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you have something to trade more and more often than not, people will be receptive to that. All righty. So photo walk Indianapolis with Scott Crone. Mm -hmm. Look for him on Instagram at JS Crone, C-R-O-N-E. Uh, do you have a website as well, Scott? Um, I do. It's scottcronephoto.com. Uh, and uh, you can reach out to me there. You can reach out to me on Instagram, send me a message. And for, for the goodbye section, tell everybody the address of Roberts and where it is. 220 East St. Clair Street uh, at Roberts Camera. That's our main headquarters, our base of operations. Um, we've been in this building for about six and a half years now. Um, we also have a store on the north side of, uh, of the city in Carmel, which is a suburb of Indianapolis, if you're out in that direction as well. But definitely come see us. It's walkable from all the major hotels downtown. Um, we've got Use Photo Pro down here. We've got a full-service photo lab. We've got um, classes in person and online that you can take uh, here at your local or, you know, throughout the different parts of the country they offer on Zoom. But, yeah, come say hi to me. I'm a sales associate here or any of the other guys, and we'll be happy to work with you. All righty. Photo Walk Indianapolis with Scott. Thanks so much for telling us all about it. As always, I'm at Jefferson Graham on Twitter, and thanks for watching and listening. Thank you, Jefferson.